remember that people are there to see you and they're there to spend time with you. They're there to like eat with you. So don't feel like that your house has to be perfectly decorated in order to have people over. Hey y'all, welcome to the Nougat Bell podcast, all about stories of the South straight from the sources. I'm your host, Kate Robertson, and I'm based in the scenic city of Chattanooga, Tennessee. Join me and my guests as we talk about all things Chattanooga, life in the South, and beyond. Now pour yourself a cup of coffee or a glass of sweet tea and join us. We're so glad you're here. Hello, y'all. Welcome back to the Nuga Bell podcast. I am back here with my friend Jacqueline Humble, who some of y'all met in episode four. Uh, she is co-host of the Millennial Homemakers podcast and also owner and designer of Fraser Lynn Jewelry Brand uh, with beautiful bracelets, necklaces, earrings, and everything. So welcome back to the show. Thank you, Kate, for having me. I can't believe how much your podcast has grown since it's, I was on it. It's It's been crazy. Like, it's super exciting, but, like, I just look at the numbers and everything every week, and I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> that is so exciting. I'm, like, so happy that, you know, we've both kept with it. I don't know, podcasting mm-hmm. is, like, so fun, so it's so fun to, like, know mm-hmm. other people who do it and love it as much yeah. as I do. It was one of those things that, like, I really wasn't sure how long I'd stick with it, but I'm almost at 30 episodes, so. I know! <laughs> it's so awesome, and you've gotten some great interviews, so I am flattered to, like, make the cut to be oh, back on. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, if you've listened to the Millennial Homemakers podcast, or if you haven't, um, they are all about homes, hostessing, and more. And with the holidays coming up, Thanksgiving and Christmas, because, you know, Christmas will be, like, Christmas will be here before you know it. I thought this would be a perfect time to pick your brain about hosting for the holidays. For sure. And it was so funny when I was doing like my Halloween decor shopping, which I decorated for Halloween for the first time. And we're actually sitting in my dining room. I love my, it. It's gorgeous. <laughs> Thank you with my little tablescape of my pumpkins with their wax paper so they don't rot. I love white pumpkins. <laughs> oh my gosh, me too. I got them at the um, the pumpkin patch, like yep. at the bottom of the mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway... Oh, when I was, like, shopping, they already had full Christmas Yep. out, and I was like, I, I can't handle this. This was way too early. Now I'm, like, more in the Christmas mood, mood, and I'm kind of fighting, like, not listening to Christmas music because I don't listen to it till after Thanksgiving. The rule in my family, so my birthday's November 30th. Okay. And the rule in my family growing up was Kate's birthday. It is okay to decorate for Christmas and listen to Christmas music. <laughs> I've... Adapted that a little bit, I say after Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, like, I travel to North Carolina for the holidays, and when I come back, I usually give myself a couple of days to, like, adjust, clean, get ready Mm -hmm. to go back to work. So, if I come back to town on, like, a Friday, that Saturday, it's all on Christmas. Well, my mom, I feel like whenever I'm home for Thanksgiving, like, the day after, because then she has the help to decorate the tree, is, like, when we really start, like, Mm -hmm. decorating. And that's how we are here. And, like, I'm kind of weird that, I mean, I love Christmas. Who doesn't? If someone's like, oh, what's your favorite holiday? Like, Christmas, yeah. But I love Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And I just love everything it stands for. I love the food. And I look forward to it. So, like, to me... You're cheating Thanksgiving if you get Mm -hmm. too much in the Christmas spirit before. I think so, too. And I feel like Christmas comes earlier and earlier every year. I know. Like, they always push, like, Black Friday, like, on to Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And it's like, 
no, like, stay chill. back. Like, stay back. I know you want to make more money retail industry, but... Like, chill. Stay back, yes. Yeah. For sure. Uh, so, do you and your husband host people for the holidays, or do you go elsewhere? We usually go elsewhere, and now this table that we're sitting in, I, like, recently kind of rearranged my house, and I'll talk a little bit about that, because I think that... It'll kind of resonate with some people. And so our house is very small, two bedrooms, or three bedrooms technically, because this is technically a bedroom. Oh, okay. Um, and then one bathroom. I mean, it is little. You, you've seen the whole house, essentially, <laughs> um, just by coming in the front door. And my kitchen doubles as a laundry room. We don't have a dishwasher. We're like roughing it. On the <laughs> Not really. Um, but anyway, so it's very small. And so we usually have, like, we used to have a four top. Mm-hmm. And so in the designated, like, dining room area, and then the room that we're sitting in now used to be my office. And so I kind of was realizing that my space just wasn't working for me, and I didn't need such a big room, um, especially with my jewelry business. I'm taking some fulfillment, like, out of my house and elsewhere, and so it's, like... I just really need a desk, and I don't need, like, a whole studio as much as I used to. And so I was like... You know, I really wish that I could have a room closed off to my pets that I could use my grandmother's furniture in. And I was like, you know what? We're just going to rearrange. So I switched my office with my dining room. And luckily, like that bedroom, it's not carpeted. So it's not like a weird, like, you know, kind of dining room, like the bedroom that we're in. So basically, like, I totally rearranged it. So now I feel like this holiday season we will be hosting some, which we haven't done in the past. Um, And having a small kitchen, that's always trying. But I just know I'll have to do more dishes, and that's not an issue because it's worth it. So Mm -hmm. um, anyway, that's kind of a long answer to your question. That's okay. Yeah, we will be a little bit, which is fun. Yeah, and you did such a good job with your Halloween tablescape. I cannot wait to see pictures of what you put together for I'm leaving the pumpkins, and that's something that I like about just fall decor is because you can, I decorated for Halloween, I guess, but I didn't use anything spooky. No. Because that's just not my, I'm not a spooky person. That's not my thing. That's not, <laughs> not my flair. Not I'm your not, vibe. I'm not gothy. I'm more preppy. So <laughs> really with my house, like my home decor, I bought things intentionally that I knew would work for both seasons. And I even kind of do that for Christmas too when I decorate is I buy things that I know are going to last after Christmas through January because we call it the um, Christmas decor hangover. We actually have a podcast episode. It was like one of our first podcast episodes because it's like you have this beautiful holiday. Your house looks amazing and then you undecorate it and then you're like, whoa, I have no decor. Like my house looks boring because it doesn't have Christmas up anymore. That's why they call it the post-holiday blues. Yes, I'm serious. It's a real thing. You see all your friends and family. You're like eating really well and then you're like, oh no, I'm. it's January and it's cold. Oh my goodness. My parents start taking down Christmas decorations the day after Christmas. Oh no. I'm just like, no, we have like seven more days. Yes. We leave like a full until the 12 days of Christmas are over. And the first, the first day of the 12 days of Christmas is Christmas. So you can leave it for another 11 days as far as I am concerned. That's what I do. (laughs) I actually, I will admit I did not take my little like four foot Christmas tree down until like February last year. I don't think I saw it when I came over in February. So (laughs) that's okay. It it was down. It was fine. You can make it a um, Valentine tree if you like. I I made that joke. 
know. It's like, is it okay to like leave my tree up if I decorate it for other holidays? I'll just leave the red on. It's fine. Um, no, and that's so that's something that you can kind of be intentional about is like when you do start decorating for those holidays, is figuring out like how that seasonal decor can last the whole season and not just that holiday season. Mm-hmm. Perfect segue. Let's play with my jar a little bit. Yes, and I heard you have a new question. I do, since <laughs> you had been on. Um, so if you've been listening to the podcast, you know what the jar is. But for new listeners, this is my mason jar filled with colorful pieces of paper with questions and conversation topics, some of which are seasonal. Um, and we draw a few and talk about them. You want me to go first? Go for okay, it. Okay, I'm going to go with pink. Either blue is my favorite color, but pink <laughs> is speaking to me. At the holidays, I'm always sipping on. Oh, this is a good one. Okay, let's see. Well, in years past, I would say red wine because I used to drink red wine like year round. But I have recently did like become allergic to it. I'm oh, allergic. No. I know it's really sad. I'm allergic to mold, and my allergist told me like when I my test came back and it was so extreme that I might be like show symptoms for cheese and wine. But I've recently been doing more like kind of spirity drinks. Mm-hmm. So probably some sort of like spiked apple cider or I got really into Irish coffees yes. when I was in Ireland. I did like a summer study abroad there and we were there in the summer but like I don't know it was still cold at night and like just that warm warm drink like a mulled cider or like you know some whiskey and something I think that that says holiday cheer to me oh absolutely um I recently got on a mulled wine kick I had never really had it but a friend of mine and I got together a few weeks ago and just kind of like played around with some like fall seasonal cocktails and she made a pot of mulled wine and it was phenomenal. Um, I'm actually working on some seasonal cocktails that will be on the blog soon, but I'll give you a sneak peek. Okay. Uh, cranberry rosemary uh, mimosas. Oh. So I tested them with cranberry uh, puree. Did not go as well as I thought it would because cranberries just have a weird texture and they don't mm-hmm. really puree very well. So lesson learned to stick with tart cream or like 100% cranberry juice, uh, brute champagne, and rosemary simple syrup. Oh. So, so do you make the rosemary simple syrup? I do. Okay. It's three sprigs of rosemary, three quarter cup sugar, one cup water, and uh, stir it in a saucepan until the sugar dissolves and then let the rosemary infuse for like five minutes and then remove the rosemary and pour it into a bottle or jar to save it in. I've done jalapeno um, simple syrup. Ooh. But that's the only, and it was so good because I love that spicy and that sweet. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I like, like, cider and stuff yes. like that because it's, like, sweet, but then you can make it pretty spicy with the cinnamon mm-hmm. and whatever allspice that you use. Yes. So that sounds good. I'll have to do a rosemary. I love cranberry. Cranberry is, like, such an easy way to mm-hmm. make any dish seasonal and apples so mm-hmm. like if you want something fall or like holiday like just add some apples and cranberries to something and it's like automatic mm-hmm. cranberry orange is another fantastic oh, yeah. combination i really want i still have some frozen cranberries so i really want to make like cranberry orange muffins or scones or something so yeah cranberry orange is a great flavor combo and i'll have a cranberry rosemary mimosa recipe on the blog soon Yay! I'm going to have to make that simple syrup. That sounds good. It's so easy. I'll go with the blue one. Oh, okay. My favorite color. One snack I always keep at home. 
speaking of cheese, <laughs> I have like a cheese drawer in my fridge. <laughs> I it's it's stupid how much I buy cheese. Um, Brie's my favorite. I oh, love I goat cheese, and I love putting it on apples instead of crackers. I like that a lot too. I love the like crunch and the texture combo. Um, apples and cheese and apples and peanut butter. Mm. I keep a jar of peanut butter in my desk at work and always bring an apple and that's my afternoon snack. So one snack that we always have at home is I love hummus. I love dipping, um, like fresh cut up pepper in the hummus. And like, that just adds like such a fun flavor dimension. And I really don't like fresh peppers like on anything else. Mm -hmm. It's weird. I like cooked peppers, but like, you know, like those kind of bell peppers. So that's really good. And then I've gotten into kind of along with hummus is, um, it's called the good bean snacks and I don't have any or else I'd let you try one because I've eaten those and they're chickpeas, but it kind of like they're like, I don't know, air fried or something like mm-hmm. that. And they're just so crunchy. And something about them reminds me of like popcorn kernels. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is just so good and you can get them. So the brand I like is the Good Bean Snack. Pruitt's on the mountain sells them. Um, I think Whole Foods does too. My favorite is the chili lime. That or good. the, I think it's salt, salt and pepper or something like that is really good. But oh my gosh, they're amazing. I've been addicted. And they're really filling. And I just eat, like, you can, like, pop a whole bunch in your mouth. Just, like, nuts. You kind of eat them one at a time, so you're going to be, like, really full. We get those at work sometimes. Oh, really? They're I'm super obsessed. good. I love them. Oh, you can get them at TJ Maxx. That's what first introduced me to them. And oh, I was like, okay. Because I'm a, like, I love TJ Maxx and Home Goods, And I like <laughs> getting their little novelty food items because they're not that expensive. And no. they're amazing. I got a jar of fig jam at... Think TJ Maxx recently because there's not a Home Goods on this side of town. Yeah, that's like the one thing I miss about. I know that is true. I like getting um their cocktail mixers. Yes, they have such a good cocktail, which is like such a weird kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's like it's such a weird thing to get at one of those kind of stores. No, I don't think so. But it's so they have such a good selection. Yeah, and you can get like holiday stuff. So that's like mm-hmm. a good place to look for holiday spices. You know. Mugs. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm such a sucker for coffee mugs. And especially if they're like $5 or under, I'm going to get like three. (laughs) (laughs) That is too funny. Yeah. You want me to draw another one? Okay. So we're going to go with orange. Um, My favorite meal growing up was, okay, this is still a favorite meal and it's also one of my husband's favorite meal. And that is my mom's pot roast. Ooh, yum. And I will give you the recipe because it's very easy. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So, and this actually kind of a weird thing is um, Augusta, two of the guys from Lady Annabellum, Mm -hmm. so the band are from Augusta, and they're obviously, like, the band's, like, kind of out of Nashville. We're really good friends with uh, Dave Haywood's mom, and so this is Angie Haywood's recipe that she gave my mom, because her her husband is a dentist, so they work with my dad at the dental school. Gotcha. And so, Angie Haywood's pot roast recipe, I don't know where she got it from, but... Anyway, so we always credit her. Awesome. <laughs> and so it is, you take a pot roast and you put steak seasoning on it and you sear it before mm-hmm. you put it in your crock pot. So you like sear all the sides so it's like locked in the juices. And then you put a can of cream of mushroom soup, mm-hmm. a can or a packet of the Lipton onion soup mix. Yes. And then you put chicken, like a little bit of chicken broth. Um, and then you put, like, more steak seasoning in it. And then I put, like, a cup or half a cup of wine mm-hmm. in there. And then I just let that cook for, like, six hours on high until it's, like, totally falling apart. And that is the best gravy. And you can add, um, 
like veggies to it if you want, but don't add it for the whole time that you have the meat cooking because then it's just going to like Ugh. turn into mush. And I kind of like my veggies a little bit al dente. I you do know? too. So I'll like either roast them. That's what I usually end up doing is I just roast them with salt and pepper and olive oil. But that is like the best recipe. It is so easy. It's my favorite. And it's good for this time of year, <laughs> yeah. too. Especially, like, since I work during the day, I can put it in in the morning. Yes. Just put it on low. It makes, like, such a good gravy. And Jordan will even, his family's from New Orleans, so my husband. And he will eat it for, like, at work um, on French bread as, like, a po' boy. Ooh, I bet. And so, like, a roast beef po' boy. And then he'll put, um, or I'll put, because I usually end up making his lunch. Because <laughs> you know, like, we're still newlyweds, so it's yeah. kind of fun. And he can't cook worth anything. Um, <laughs> Bless his heart. You can probably hear this, but it's fine. <laughs> it's true. And so I'll put uh, tomatoes, lettuce, mayonnaise, salt and pepper nice. on the French bread. And it's just like, that is like the Louisiana fully dressed mm-hmm. is what they call it. And it makes it good. And even though it's pot roast and not roast beef, it's like the same thing. Right? Yeah. It's roasted and it's beef. It counts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds delicious. You need to try it. It is so easy. It is not that expensive. I'll have to add that to my rotation. Yes. Um, my favorite meal growing up. Uh, my childhood best friend would absolutely murder me if I did not say chicken tenders, mac and cheese, and french fries. Because <laughs> I'm a notoriously picky eater. I was worse as a child. And almost everywhere we went out to dinner, I got some variation of chicken tenders, french fries, or mac and cheese. That is hilarious because my sister literally, she that was her thing. And she's pick, was a picky eater too. And anywhere that we would go, she would get chicken tenders. And then my dad kind of asked her one time, like, why don't you venture out? Because my dad and I are kind of more adventurous with food. And she was like, well, that's because you know it's going to be good. Like, you're never going to get, like, bad chicken fingers. You know what I mean? (laughs) She has a point. Right? So that was, like, her thing. So that is hilarious. And I love mac and cheese. And I have to fight eating it as an adult. I do, too. (laughs) I do, too. And it's funny because uh, we just recorded an episode of the Millennial Pod, uh, Millennial Homemakers, and we talked a lot about food. Uh-huh. And, like, having me talking about food and then coming on and saying how picky I am. We're talking about, like, local foodie yes. food. I have gotten a lot better, though. And I will say that, like, being a foodie and going out uh-huh. and, like, doing all this has, like, expanded my horizons a little bit. That is but, so funny. All yeah. right. Okay. Um, that was you. This is me. We're in Tennessee, so it's only fitting that we're... Oh, gosh. (coughs) I think my friend submitted this question. (laughs) Do you need to draw another one? No. This is going to be interesting. Five people, dead or alive, you'd invite to Thanksgiving dinner. Okay, this would be so fun. Okay, you go first. Let me think about this. Oh, man, I'm going to have to think about this, too. I think this is my friend Andrew. So, Andrew, if you listen to this, I'm rolling my eyes at you right now. Um, Julie Andrews. Okay. She's my hero. I just love and adore Julie Andrews. Um, Am I cooking Thanksgiving dinner? No. Okay. So, like, I don't have to worry about, like, the food tasting good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Because I also want to invite Damaris Phillips, who does Southern at Heart on the Food Network. She's from Kentucky. She's my, like, food spirit animal. Um, so Julie Andrews, Damaris Phillips, um... Reese Witherspoon. Okay. Oh, I need a man somewhere in there. Write me down because I think I have five. Julie Andrews, Damaris Phillips, Reese Witherspoon, Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. 
And why Matthew McConaughey? Because I tr- I would just really love to see him and Julie Andrews in the same okay. room. Um, and let's throw let's let's get interesting and throw a dead person in there. If I could resurrect, Mine are like all dead. If I could resurrect someone and have them at my Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, someone. Oh gosh, who was it? Someone died recently. Oh, Anthony Bourdain. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Because Anthony Bourdain and Damaris Phillips would also be hilarious together. I feel like I'm, I feel like there's someone that like I like know, but like that I'm not gonna think of. So oh, I'm sense. sure. Like as soon as I cut this off, I'm gonna be like that person. Okay. Who are your five? Okay. Well, I just have four, so I'm gonna have to keep thinking about my fifth one. Oh, I know who it is. Okay. Never mind. I didn't have that one. Okay, so my five would be one, Grace Kelly. Yes. And that is just because she is so elegant and, like, I'm – she. I love her. She's, like, my icon. Mm-hmm. Like, definitely love Grace Kelly. Andy Warhol. Yes. Because I feel like he would be, like, such a character I would, like, need to know. Um, Julia Child, because, like, maybe she would bring some food. Even, <laughs> like I said, like, literally these are all – well, I have one living living person. So Julia Child. Um, it would probably be, and then, okay, okay, so Grace Kelly, Andy Warhol, Julia Child, Queen Elizabeth. Oh, man. A hundred (laughs) percent. Hopefully, maybe she would bring cake, and that be, like, her plus one. Yes. (laughs) Um, so, those would be my four, and then my fifth one is a tie between either William Faulkner or Ernest Hemingway. Oh. Now, Ernest Hemingway was kind of a drunk, and, like, William Faulkner, like, I don't know how he'd be in person. I don't know too much about his personal life, but I have a cat named after Ernest Hemingway, so I kind of feel like that would be rather interesting. Oh, yes. But those are mine, and it's interesting that I don't have a political person, because I feel like I would want a political person. I well, I guess about it too. Queen Elizabeth's political. Margaret Thatcher would be fun. I don't know if she would be fun, but it would be interesting. It would be insightful. Yeah, Hemingway would be, was, wasn't Hemingway the one that said, I drink to make other people more interesting? Yeah, he was, yeah. And see, that's the thing. is like, I don't know if Ernest Hemingway or William Faulkner or Amy Warhol would like me, but like, I would like them and I would want them to come and like, yeah, those would be my five yes. slash six slash seven. Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. All right. Uh, round us off. Okay. Do should I do a blue or a green? I need a green. We don't have a green. Okay. okay. One of my family's holiday traditions is perfect. This is a good one. Okay, I guess I have to go first. Oh, I might have it in here. Okay, so this is a weird tradition. It's my mom has this poem book, and I'm trying to remember who the uh. I don't remember what the, who the name of the author is, but it's this poem book and it's called, um, anyway, but it's this, it's this, it's this poem book and it literally, she reads a poem before every holiday meal. Oh, you posted about this. <laughs> yes, I think I have. And so maybe in like our podcast, yeah. group, or maybe on my own Facebook, I don't remember. I've seen it somewhere. Yeah, but I have posted about this and it is the coolest tradition. I'll have to, we'll put the link to it in the show notes maybe. I'll yeah. send it to you. Um, and it's kind of was annoying when I was little because like my food would be hot and be sitting on my plate and I'd like be kicking my sister. <laughs> um, 
that's what we always do. And I have a copy of it. I plan on doing it with my kids. And it's kind of like, it's like a religious book. And it's almost like we still do a prayer, but it's kind of like in place of a prayer. So maybe if you're not religious, that would be a cool thing to do. Mm -hmm. Like instead of saying grace, you know, and then for us, it's like an additional too. But I just, I love it. She always reads one and it, this poem it or this poem book literally has a poem for like every holiday even like fourth of july or like weird <laughs> ones that like you don't like well i guess you could have a barbecue but like you know weird like memorial day like mm-hmm. every holiday there's a poem that's super cool yeah um my family's tradition we actually started it at christmas and we've kind of expanded it to other holidays we have cinnamon rolls for breakfast like, that is just our thing. Like Both of our traditions involve food. Yes. <laughs> it's just like, okay, I have the Christmas morning cinnamon rolls, or I have the Thanksgiving morning cinnamon rolls, or Easter, whatever the holiday is. I mean, even for my birthday, I'm like, I want cinnamon rolls for breakfast. But that's our thing. My dad and I just, like, love Pillsbury cinnamon rolls. My dad loves the orange ones. Okay. Um, And honestly, if it's a cinnamon roll, I'll eat it. We have one more with food um that like we usually read the poem before we do it and that is for christmas we always eat cuban food and so i think a lot of that like was growing up like we'd always go to miami and like my grandfather was from is from cuba and so we would eat cuban food for him but um and we usually will do a ham growing up we would do like a whole like roast pig (laughs) with the family and like that was it was like a you know a thing and we obviously don't do that so we'll do like a ham but we do like yucca and black beans and rice and we go flan for dessert and stuff like that so we always do cuban food and that like we're going to augusta for christmas which is where my parents live and i am so excited because i'm like yes i get cuban christmas (laughs) yes oh that's so exciting awesome we're gonna wrap that up there and if you have any suggestions for things you'd like to hear us talk about leave me a review or tweet at me or find me on Instagram and let me know and I'll add it. Uh, so part two of our episode, uh-huh. um, let's talk about like hosting people and okay. some tips and maybe share a couple of easy recipes. We okay. already kind of gave a couple, yes. but I have one like a seasonal recipe that I'll I get to later. Okay. So let's do hosting people. So since I moved far away from my friends and family for my husband grew up in Chattanooga. So I moved here for him. Um, and he has friends and family here and I've made friends and family like Kate, you know, yeah. so I'm not like trying to say like, you know, I'm destitute or something, but, uh, <laughs> anyway, but so since I did that, we get a lot of out of town visitors and we're single or I'm not single, but like we don't have kids, you right. know, so it's not like we have a lot of commitments and a lot of my friends don't have kids yet, newly married. So they come and it's a nice little like mountain vacation. And so because of that reason, we do have people come and my guest room, I feel like I've got it down to like a good science now. And um, if you're having people come in for the holidays, really kind of like go in your guest room and think about how you get ready in the morning. So if you need a mirror, my, my dad came, this is like a funny thing that happened is my dad was one of the first people to visit us and he came, he was going to Nashville. Oh, it was when the Preds were in the, um, Stanley Stanley Cup. Cup. Yeah. So he went to Nashville for one of the final games and, um, he stayed with us cause it's on the way. And when, after he stayed, he's like, you know, it was so great. Like the bed was really comfortable. I slept great. I loved waking up to see like, you know, the beautiful trees and everything. And he's like, but I have some notes. <laughs> and they so always I do. was like, okay, thanks dad. But they were really helpful. And so like one of his 
uh, notes were we have an old house, and so like that, like we have a lot of plugs that are only two plug. Mm -hmm. So we needed to give people adapters for you know if they had a laptop or something they needed to plug in. Um, we have a bedside table lamp that has a USB plug in mm -hmm. for people to charge their phone. So kind of think like, okay, what do I need in a hotel, and like how can I make this guest room? So we have a full length mirror on the back of the door. We always leave towels, and we like well take the shampoo like mini shampoos and stuff like from hotels mm -hmm. and like have tissues have even if you want to have like a little basket with like odds and ends to toiletries and stuff like basically like how can I make this as self-sufficient and as comfortable for them and like the last thing that you want is for someone to like if it's like a family member that you don't know that well to like feel embarrassed to so like make sure that they like have private time for a bathroom and like all those things that people don't want to ask for is like think what do you need in the morning what do you need at night and like how can I provide that for them yeah they kind of let it be their own hotel yeah. also have drawer space and hanging space yes 1000% that's my big thing for like if you're having out of town because I just feel like the holidays is especially mm -hmm. a time when that's going to happen yeah I currently live in an apartment and I'm super excited for the day whenever that is in the future that I own a house because I cannot wait to, like, <laughs> decorate a guest room and, yeah. like, put everything together because I love the hospitality and, right. like, it's so much easier for people to, like, come visit and you don't have to be like, here's an air mattress on my floor. <laughs> and then if you're just having, like, hosting people, so let's say you're hosting a Friendsgiving mm -hmm. for the first time, is don't be afraid to ask people to bring side dishes because you are going to be doing so much cleanup that, like, as much of the prep work that you can do the day before or whatever, like, you're going to have all these dishes that you're left over with. So make things, like, as easy on you in that regard. Don't be afraid to, like... Don't, don't feel like you have to make everything from scratch either mm -hmm. because then like if you have one really star dish, like that is the dish to make from scratch. Don't be trying a bunch of new crazy recipes. Like, okay, don't try to bake a cake if you've never baked a cake before. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like that is something that is a science. Like you need, if you're not a good cook, like don't be afraid. I always, we, like, on our podcast, we joke, like, I made it from scratch. I scratched that label right off the box, <laughs> you know? And, like, because then the stuff that you did make from scratch can stand out, mm -hmm. and you're going to do it better. So yeah. don't be overwhelmed with that. Also, um, remember that people are there to see you, and they're there to spend time with you. They're there to, like, eat with you. So don't feel like that your house has to be perfectly decorated in order to have people over. Light a candle. Buy some fresh flowers. My favorite way to decorate seasonally is by cocktail napkins. Yes. Because it's so easy. It's inexpensive. You can save them for next year. You know, it, it's just, like, $3 at Home Goods. They have a really good selection. This episode is not sponsored by Home Goods. <laughs> I just keep talking about that. We love Home Goods. Um, we can't help so it. So that, that, the cocktail napkins and then even like a kitchen towel, like those are such easy ways to decorate seasonally when you're hosting without having to like go over the mm -hmm. top. And another thing I will add to that to make like cleanup easier, there is no shame in getting like nice plastic yeah. plates and cutlery. I had a, a apartment warming party for a couple of friends or with a couple of friends when I moved in. 
And I had no shame. I was like, y'all, we're eating off of plastic because I just don't want to run my dishwasher. Okay, a really good thing, too, especially in the summer. I know it's getting kind of fall, or it is fall, but, you know, getting winter. But, like, low country boils in the south is the easiest way to, like, low maintenance. Because Mm -hmm. literally, if you come out with a, like, black trash bag and newspaper on your table, you know, you put newspaper on your table, just dump it all, and everyone eats. Mm -hmm. And you have some paper towels. Like, that is the most fun way. So you know be creative kind of think of meals mm-hmm. that you can eat like that um without dirtying up yeah. all your and dishes. another one is like give people some customization so like we did a taco bar and uh-huh. i made the meat and i had uh soft tortillas and hard shells and i just told my friends like bring whatever toppings you want mm-hmm. having a theme but also like giving people the chance to like make it what they want right because then like if you have food allergies Everyone has some sort of food. Or they're on some weird diet recently where they don't want to eat grains or they don't want to eat cheese or whatever. It's too much to keep track of. So definitely, like, if you let them kind of put together their plates and have a variety, then someone's going to end up happy. Yeah. Just kind of take that into consideration. Mm -hmm. And another perfect segue... One of the things that I really like asking people to bring is side dishes. Like, I will do, like, the main thing and maybe, like, a side dish. But I have friends who are so good at making certain things that I love asking them to contribute those things. And one of the things that I love making is whipped sweet potatoes. Oh, I've never had that. I love sweet potatoes. Well, I love potatoes in general. Mm -hmm. But sweet potatoes, they just seem more seasonal to me. Mm -hmm. And I've been working on my recipe. And they have a secret ingredient that is, like, kind of surprising. But if you, like, put it in there and you eat it and then you eat sweet potatoes without it, you taste a difference. Are so, you going to tell me? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm like, do we need to turn the recording no. off? <laughs> so my recipe is two, like, pretty big-sized potatoes uh, peeled and cut up. And you boil those in salted water until they're fork tender. Um, and then when those are done, you put them in a bowl with half a block of cream cheese um cinnamon and nutmeg and orange zest and juice of half an orange and so the orange is the secret. yeah I would not have thought of that it's really surprising and the first time my mom made it I was like really and it actually ended up being delicious so every time I make potatoes I put the orange in it and then to whip it you get you can either use like a stand mixer or an electric hand mixer Beat it all up, whip it till it gets nice and fluffy, and then serve it and top it with some butter and extra cinnamon. That sounds really good. I'm going to have to try that because I have never, I don't think I've ever had whipped sweet potatoes, but I definitely know I have not had, (laughs) I definitely know I have not put orange in mine. It's really different, but it's super good. Okay. And a little bit of like the orange and the cinnamon. Yeah. I, yeah, that's a good flavor pairing like we were Mm -hmm. talking about. Well, I guess we were talking about cranberry, but, you know, the, the orange, C- yes. Yes. orange and, like, fall stuff. Yes. Because it's, like, not, orange is kind of something that you think, like, Florida. Yeah. You know? So, that's good. Oranges are not just for the summer. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my first, I have, like, two side dishes. Mm-hmm. Um, one is a, ta- like, one's a twist on a classic, and then my other one has to do with sweet potatoes, so I'll do that one first. Okay. So, my favorite thing to do is roast veggies mm-hmm. in the, like, oven. And so I think it's like 20 minutes on like 400 because you kind of want them to get charred. Mm -hmm. So I chop up sweet potatoes, apples, and Brussels sprouts. Yum. And then I'll add a little bit of like pre-cooked bacon. Like usually I kind of have bacon on hand. 
it's also a snack that I have in the house a <laughs> lot. And, um, and then what I do is I make a um, sauce, which sounds weird, but it's so good. So I use apple butter. You can either buy some at the farmer's market or even at Walmart, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you mix half, like one cup or half a cup, depending how much, you know, stuff you have to cover it with. So half a cup of apple butter and half a cup of soy sauce. Oh my gosh. And it sounds weird, but it's like the salty sweet is amazing and then you just cover that and you can even cover chicken with that and roast it all together but it is like a divine side so just whatever fall veggies that you have um but sweet potato brussels sprouts especially and um other like fresh apples with apple butter it adds such a fun element i did not start eating brussels sprouts until like the last year because i was like forcing myself to be healthy and now i really like them I make them when I meal prep. I feel like we've talked about this before. <laughs> I've definitely talked about it on the podcast before. It may okay, well, maybe <laughs> maybe I was like, just you know when you're listening to a podcast and you want to talk back because like you like you know them or you just feel like yeah. you've been listening so long. Like So that's probably how I feel about your podcast. Um, and then my other rest, my other side dish. Mm-hmm. So that can be a side dish or you can, um, oh, and you could also do it with salmon. It's like Ooh, weird yeah. with the apple butter, but it's so good. Okay, so that's like a side dish, or you could do just a one-pan meal. Um, then my other side dish is a twist on the traditional green bean casserole. Okay. So make it just like it says on the back of the French's uh, <laughs> fried onion container. But instead of just adding green beans in, add other vegetables. So what I do is, first off, I don't use canned green beans because I think those are disgusting. Yes, they are. I hate canned food. That's probably the reason I don't like green Okay, see, (laughs) use, I like the French slice, which if you're in Chattanooga, go to Publix in North Shore because they have the best frozen French sliced green beans. So I use the French sliced green beans, I use frozen peas, and then I use cut up fresh asparagus. Okay. And so I use that in the green bean casserole and I make it the exact same way that you would a normal green bean casserole. But it is so fun when people are like eating it and they're like, oh my gosh, this has peas in it? Is that, is that asparagus? Like, they get so surprised. And mm-hmm. so it's like my little tricky green bean casserole. I love it. With other green vegetables. That sounds good. I might I might have to try that. Yeah, this Thanksgiving. If you try it, let me know. I will. <laughs> I'm super intrigued by this, like, veggie apple sweet potato oh, thing. Oh, it is. I, like, I, I made it last fall, like, once a week. It just to have in the fridge, and then you know, I'd like just eat that for mm-hmm. if I was trying to like not eat meat for lunch or something. Like, well, I guess it has yeah. bacon in it. Put it over rice, yeah. That would, ooh, that might be my You could make favorite. a power bowl, like one of those, like mm-hmm. you know, with the grains, like some quinoa or something. Yeah, that'd be good. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I might have to try that. Let me know. I love it. <laughs> All right. Um, is there anything else we wanted to talk about when it comes to holidays and hosting and decorating? I don't really think so. Not that I can think of. I think we covered the essentials. Yeah, we did food, sleep, dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Drinks. Yeah, what else? Um, That's about it. Oh, one thing that's kind of weird but fun. It's a British tradition that my family usually does. And that's, I have some right there, are poppers. Yes. So there's my little uh, pilgrim poppers. And I had Halloween ones somewhere. And so that's a fun thing, especially if you have a group of, like, 
at like an apartment warming or I'm going to a Friendsgiving um, at my friend's house. And so she's inviting people that I don't know. So if you're sitting next to people that you don't know, like having some sort of icebreaker. So the poppers are great because you pop them open and you can buy them. I bought mine at Home Goods. I'm obviously a Home Goods nut. <laughs> and um, you get a hat, you have jokes, and it's just a good like icebreaker. And it makes the formal setting mm-hmm. of your, I'm doing ear quotes, of your friends giving like more fun. Yeah, for sure. I love so that. So that's like a really easy, simple way. And that just like, caught my eye. But besides that, just have fun. Remember that people are there for you mm-hmm. and that not everything has to be Pinterest perfect. No. And, nor should it be. And y'all have an episode all about like Pinterest perfect. Yes. We don't have time or money <laughs> or anything. Scratch that label right off the box. Yep. <laughs> and have no shame in doing yes. so. Yes. And then besides that, if you want to ever hear more, we have the Millennial Homemakers podcast, which is available on iTunes and all those mm-hmm. podcast streaming things. Y'all also have a Facebook group. We do. We do have a Facebook group. Kate is a member where we post stuff. I'll People, and I love it because, like, the Facebook group, I just feel like it's a safe environment and that people will post, like, just random pictures of their house and they're not, like, even staging things necessarily, you know? And so it's great to kind of see, especially if you're a millennial and you're kind of under that Pinterest perfect pressure. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we have a Facebook group called the Millennial Homemakers. We also just started, like, an actual Facebook page, mm-hmm. which is Millennial Homemakers because people were, like, trying to tag us and they were confused. And then um, on... Instagram, you can follow us at the Millennial Homemakers. You can follow me at Jacqueline Humble and Humble like the virtue. <laughs> and then my jewelry brand, which I didn't really talk about, but we talked about it in your last episode. Yeah, we did, we did, that's true. Um, is at Fraser Lynn Jewelry, and then you can buy my bracelets and all my designs on FraserLynn.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jacqueline. Yes, thank it you is, so much for having me, Kate. It's it is, always so fun. It has been a pleasure once again to have you. And this has been another episode of the Nougat Bell Podcast. Thank you all so much for listening.